What's happening, guys? This is Joe with the Phoenix Fitness Podcast, where we take the holistic approach to talk about your fitness, your health and wellness, nutrition, exercise, your workouts, motivation, everything you guys need to know to get started, stay motivated, and reach those goals. Today, I want to talk about supplements. What is it? How does it work? Do I need them? What are some different benefits? And what are the basic ones? So let's get started with that, guys. Everybody knows about supplements. Everybody's heard about supplements. You may be taking supplements. You may be encouraging people. You may be trying to find out more information. There is just an abundance of supplements out there. Some good, some bad, some okay, some expensive, some cheap. There's a lot of different variables to it, okay? But I want to start from the very beginning, supplements. You know, when you think about, so also we think about fat burners, we think about proteins, we think about uh, pre-workouts, post-workouts, energy, it, it goes on and on, on. But I want to stress before we get into this, supplements, guys, supplement the term itself means to, you know, add in something that you're missing or lacking. That's why you're supplementing your nutrition with these products like you think about supplemental income okay so you have a full-time job which maybe a little extra on the side you have something going on so to supplement your income think about that before you really get into purchase purchasing all these different supplements that you may or may not need if you have the perfect nutrition plan you follow it consistently and do all the right things you may or may not need supplements guys and I can't stress that enough. You know, when I talk to clients and I talk to people about their nutrition plan and they always ask about supplements, I first go back to what's your diet like? What are you eating? Why do you need this supplement? Oh, because I can't lose weight. Okay, let's go back to your diet. Well, you're eating 200 carbs a day, 300 grams of fat, you know, 100 grams of protein, like all the opposite things you need to do. And that's what kind of blows my mind when this topic comes up, it's because, yes, supplements are good. Yes, I take supplements myself, but that's just only to add extra benefit. That's not to take away from eating the wrong things. You know, it's not to say, hey, I eat the wrong things. I'm going to take these supplements to you to com- combat that. No. So take your time and think about what you're eating because if you're eating the right things, there's nothing better to, to lose in weight and add muscle than to have a proper nutrition plan. Nothing. I guarantee you that. I've even done studies with people, well, not did this, didn't do the studies myself, but read the research on people only using supplements to achieve certain results. And yeah, it is possible, but that person wasn't, quote unquote, a healthy person afterwards. So keep that in mind, guys, and I can't stress enough. If you're not eating the right things, the supplements aren't going to change your lifestyle. You have to change your nutrition plan before you can add these supplements in. But moving, moving forward, there's several different types and, you know, kind of breaking down what are some things I need, you know, what are some things to kind of stay away from. Um, and there, there's a million different things, but I want to kind of go over some basics. Well, you know, a lot of people want to you know, add muscle and lose weight. Those are the two common things, right? You don't always hear people about performance, but there's people out there that want performance too. They want to have, you know, stronger gains or jump higher, or lift more, but a staple, a staple in nutrition. This will always be number one. You can go anywhere you look and see what's the most purchased supplement. It's going to be protein. 
that's always going to be number one because protein, there's so much benefits for you, you know, from adding muscle to even burning fat, uh, recovery. There's a lot of different things to that. There's different forms of protein, so keep that in mind. You know, you have whey protein, soy protein, casein protein, and those are the three most common, but there's other forms as well. So breaking that down, it's like, okay, since protein is number one, and that's going to be the most highly recommended, what form do I need and, and how much? Well, as far as the how much, that depends on your body type, body size, goals. There's a lot of different things there. You know, if you're wanting to gain as much muscle as possible, yeah, you're going to need more protein. You know, for a guy my size, you know, being 6'6", you know, 300 pounds, trying to gain muscle, and I'm a big guy, you know, it's tough to eat enough protein to get to where you know, I want to be. Now, trying to add muscle, yeah, I do have, you know, add in 50 to 60 grams of protein uh, through supplements, you know, during a day. That's just to add it up because I just simply can't eat enough. Now, as I move into the next phase of my regimen, you know, I'm going to reduce that quite a bit uh, as I prepare to kind of lean out and move forward. But as far as what type, it's, it's, you know, there's different variations. Um, the number one is out of protein is going to be whey. And there's different, of course, forms for that. And not all whey is, is uh, created equal. Keep that in mind. So whey is a fast-absorbing protein that is mainly found through animal products, um, you know, such as cows and things like that. That's where the whey comes from. It's more of a meat source. So... You know, if you are a vegan, yeah, you probably don't want to go with the whey source. You can do the soy-based uh, protein as well. Now, that's not necessarily my recommendation, but it doesn't mean I'm right either. You know, other people believe, and I've talked to different dietitians and, and so forth that believe, you know, heavily in a more vegan style of protein, which is fine. And I think they're both good. I didn't say it's bad. It's just not my personal belief. Um, but whey is a good source. Now, keep in mind, like I said, all of it's not created equal. You have to look into it because there are different price points. You know, some proteins are going to cost you $50, $60, even more, depending on the size of the jug you buy. And there's some you can find at, you know, Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, where it's $20 for a little jar. But the quality is not there. And so one of the scary things, and obviously we all know that different things can be put into these supplements, but one of the scary things about protein is the cholesterol levels, okay? So they have to put fillers in there, just so you know. Like, in order to put stuff in there and to call it whey protein, they have to put different fillers and the, the different parts of the animal come out, and then one can be you know higher in cholesterol, and looking at it, it was brought to my attention by a very good buddy of mine years and years ago. And he's like, hey, it's like, look at this, this cheap protein we got off the, the Walmart shelf. And the cholesterol levels were through the roof. And it's like, man. And you don't think about it, you know. You really don't. I mean, you can look at a steak and see what's a lean steak and what has more fat. But that's the same product. You know, they're kind of getting to put in these, these whey supplements. So look at it closely, the ingredients. You know, the, the fewer the ingredients in anything, the better. But if you start seeing 
20, 30 different ingredients in, a, in any type of food or supplement, that's not necessarily good for you. So keep that in mind. Now, they have other things in protein that help you recover faster, build more muscle. You know, some have creatine, some have glutamine, which I'll kind of talk about that a little bit later as well. But keep that in mind, too. You can add other basic needs of supplements into one. So kind of keep that research. You know, then there's also, you know, a cre- or not creatine, excuse me, casein protein, which is a slow absorbing protein. A lot of people use this at night um, so their body can constantly kind of burn something or have fuel to recover and use that at night. You know, that's very popular at night. Some people have a combination. There's proteins out there you can buy that has a little bit of whey, a little bit of casein in there all together. It's just up to you, your preference. Do the research on it. You know, I'm just giving you the basic information of things to kind of look for. One thing about casein, and this is just depends on you know, yourself, each individual person. But some people have noticed with casein protein, it's a little more difficult to sleep at night. I've never personally had that problem. I've had clients that have. But just keep that in mind as you're kind of looking into what type of proteins do I need, okay? Second one that I'd recommend or look for is a multivitamin and or slash greens, Okay. And this can be, you know, a daily thing as well. Because a lot of times, yeah, we aren't eating the things that we need to eat. And so we lack just basic vitamin minerals that our body needs and craves on a daily basis. So look into a good multivitamin. Look into something maybe called greens. You know, as a supplement, have greens, which is essentially the same thing as a multivitamin, just in different forms. These are good. You can take just about any time, um, of the day, you know, a lot of people like taking before workouts, some people like after, you know, it just really it depends on what your preference is. And there's a million different ones out there as far as multivitamins and or slash greens. So look into them. I know a lot of people use them as, you know, good for antibodies. I have people that tell me it helps prevent sickness, illness for them. Uh, people talk about energy, but one client who drinks their greens throughout the day, you know, that's their, their choice, excuse me, to get some energy, you know, for, for that person. So that would be, you know, a, another supplement that I would look into. Moving on to the third one, a fish oil, you know, with omega-3, omega-6, or you can take them individually if you want to, you know, do one omega-3, one omega-6. Uh, and that's something to kind of, you know, check out as well. Fish oil, now there's been studies that are endless with fish oil. I truly believe every single person on earth needs a fish oil. Now, this is something that I think needs to add into, you know, your diet uh, regimen as well. Fish oil has been linked to help preventing cancer, good with skin, good with weight loss. And it's even one thing, too, that studies have shown can, can target your midsection for, for body fat, okay? That's been huge. And there's different forms. You can get it in a pill form. You can get it in a liquid form. You know, that just depends on the person as well. Um, now, I know people talk about the smell and the taste after you take it. If you do the liquid form, yeah, you're going to have that taste. Uh, pill form is a little bit easier to swallow and get down. Some people add it in with their food to kind of to mask the taste if they do the liquid form. 
Now, liquid form, typically you have to refrigerate. So if that's an issue for you, just think about that as you're contemplating purchasing these things. But fish oil, man, is it's absolutely incredible. I mean, it's good. Like hair, I don't know if I said that one earlier. Um, there's a lot of good things with fish oil, and I think everyone should be taking it you know, twice a day in the morning and the evening. So it's definitely one to add into your list of products. Now, the fourth one is BCAAs, which is branched-chain amino acids and or slash like glutamine. And, and these things are, are building blocks for your body. Think of it that way. Um, recovery for your body. If you do more intense workouts, you want to have this incorporated into your, into your routine to help you recover from that, especially if you do like high-intensity interval training, do a lot of power lifting. These are going to help, you know, release some of that stiffness, soreness that you have, you know, post-workout. Do you need them both? Do you need both branched-chain amino acids, you know, BCAAs and glutamine? No, because they kind of tie in together one and the same. Now, you don't have to do, because branched-chain amino acids can get kind of expensive depending on the product, um, or you can get the cheaper version, but it's not going to be as much quantity typically. But you can also get this stuff naturally through food, like I was talking about at the very beginning. So keep that in mind as well. Um, glutamine, you can get, it's part of a BCAA. Kind of pull that out so it's not as much cost because you just focus on one part of it versus multiple parts. But it still helps with recovery. And, you know, I do like adding those in, you know, whether it's a BCAA uh, or glutamine. And keep in mind, like I said, glutamine is in the BCAAs. Now, what's important, too, is when you take it. Um, a lot of people prefer to take it while they're working out, which is a good strategy, or right after. Either or works. You know, I do think it's important to do that either during the workout or right after. That's kind of the sweet spot that I believe in when it comes to taking this supplement itself. So do focus on, on that as far as if you're going to take it. Now, is it a must-have, kind of like the first three? No, it's not. It's really not. If you're eating right and you're doing the right things, I don't believe it's a must-have. You know, I've talked to several bodybuilders that took it for years, and when they're competing, now not now they're not competing but still in great shape, they don't believe it's essential for them to, to look good and feel good, you know, because they have kind of mastered their nutrition. But there's other people like, oh, I have to have it, I have to have it. That's fine too, but it's one of those basic ones that you can kind of think about and do research research on if you want to add that in, especially if you're thinking about recovery. This is, this is mainly a recovery supplement. So if you're sore a lot and you can't recover as fast, maybe you'll get a little older, then look into BCAAs and glutamine. The fifth and the last one that I, I look at as a basic supplement is creatine. And creatine... It's probably the most researched supplement um, out there, along with protein. And it was introduced years and years and years ago as like a bodybuilder supplement to add serious mass and serious gains. And it does. I'm not saying it doesn't. I've taken several different forms of, of creatine uh, throughout the years. And I've seen that it works. And it definitely helps, you know, adding some strength and some size to the body if that's what. Your goal is, that's, that's your motivation. You definitely want to look into these different types of creatine. Uh, I do think it helps with recovery, and I think 
it will do different things. Now, keep in mind, just as kind of a disclaimer, there are certain creatines out there that will make you feel puffy and bloated because it's going to retain water in the muscle. And this is kind of what helps the, the building process too when you're looking into you know, gaining muscle size to the body. Um, I, and there are some too that are a little more leaner, but like I said, it is well known that it's going to you know, incorporate muscle into the tissue. Do I think this is essential? Once again, no. These are this is one little thing you may add into if you're trying to reach a certain point on your frame, your body. Now, a lot of women I don't recommend it for just because what it does to your body is typically the, the typical, as I like to say, opposite of what female look for. Female want to be slender, thin. They want to have that elongated look, you know, to their body. Now, there's a lot of New wave females that do want to get some size, some thickness to them, you know, especially the CrossFit type that don't mind. Okay, if that's the case, you know, go for it. You know, look into the, using creatine as another supplement to add into your routine. But overall, it's not an essential one. You know, like I said, to kind of recap, the essential ones I look at are going to be the proteins, the multivitamins or greens, and then the fish oils. Those would be my top three, but other basic ones that you may look into adding on are going to be the BCAAs, you know, slash glutamine, um, and the creatine would be the ones I would kind of tinker with as far as adding into your regimen because you got to think about cost, you got to think about your goals, but definitely look into those. There's multiple things out there as far as where to get them. And this is where I would do the most research, okay? Obviously, you want to do your research on each individual one that you purchase because you are putting something into your body that is, is coming from some manufacturer, okay? That's making it's not necessarily natural foods um, that you're getting all this from. So do research into the manufacturer because I have seen a huge influx of kind of like that mom and pop nutrition stores okay now they can get it regulated and that's good um but i've seen it where i've even seen things sent to me where it's hey you know phoenix fitness create your own nutrition brand you know we have all these ingredients you tell us what you want to put in there and we'll do it and you can ship it out and send it to all your clients or sell it however you want and that's a that's a neat concept and i like that people can do that but a lot of us and most of the people in the fitness industry don't have the knowledge and background to say, you need this ingredient, you need that ingredient. No, they don't have that. Now, they give you, like I said, I give you basic information. You can kind of do the research from there, but I don't want to give you scientific information, molecules, and stuff like that that's going to break down your body. That's not fair to you for me to sit back and say that. No, that's not my education, my forte. So look into who's manufacturing it. Because here's another thing that we don't think about and that I've done the research on. Just because this person manufactures a healthy, basic, natural supplement doesn't mean in the same factory there's another company in the same machines using stuff that's more potent, more risky, and more unhealthy for the body. So think about that. If I'm using this one giant mixing pot, okay, and I put all this unhealthy stuff that's full of ingredients that's not healthy for the body, 
and all of a sudden get that packages and sent off. You know, I rinse it out. Now I'm putting all the natural, healthy stuff in there, packages and sent it out. There's still stuff in that same mixing pot left over. I don't care. There's no way you can you can completely get it out of there, and it's being sent out. So keep that in mind because there are companies that'll say, "Hey, I can't think of this term right now off the, off the top of my head." And I wish I did, but there are companies that will be certified like clean and natural, where they only use healthy, organic, natural ingredients versus chemically altered ingredients in and kind of mix in between the two. So that's another thing to consider when you are doing this, all right? But there's a lot of information out there, guys. It's easy to find nowadays, but I just want to kind of throw out some things for you so you can see, you know, what is a supplement game and kind of how it works. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to the Phoenix Fitness Podcast. If you have any questions, you have anything you want to learn about, please send us a message. Let us know so we can talk about that. Also, follow us on Facebook at Phoenix Fitness Workout and follow us on Instagram at Phoenix Fitness Workout. Thank you guys so much. We love you as always.